Good morning, faithful listeners. You have tuned in to the P40 Ministries podcast, the one place where you can get a daily explanatory Bible reading to start your day strong. This is your host, Jen, bringing you a brand new episode out of Genesis. Hi, friends and faithful listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to the P40 Ministries podcast with your host, Jen. I am so excited to talk about this last portion of Genesis with you guys. And it's just so cool that the P40 Ministries podcast has been going on now since August, and we are already completely through Genesis almost. We will finish up Genesis on Wednesday and then on Friday. Be prepared because we are going to start Exodus. So share the word that season two is coming out of the P40 Ministries podcast. And I decided that the Old Testament is going to uh, basically decide when the season changes. So every time we finish an Old Testament book, for the most part, we are going to change seasons. So season two is coming out. I think we have, I don't actually know how many episodes we have on the P40 Ministries podcast right now. I'm going to guess it's, it's above 200. I'm not actually sure though, which is kind of funny, but let's go ahead and start reading Genesis chapter 50 verses 1 through 14. I will be reading out of the W.E.B. version as I always do. Joseph fell on his father's face, wept on him, and kissed him. Joseph commanded his servants, the physicians, to embalm his father, and the physicians embalmed Israel. Forty days were used for him, for that is how many days it takes to embalm. The Egyptians wept for Israel for seventy days. When the days of weeping of him were past, Joseph spoke to Pharaoh's staff, saying, If now I have found favor in your eyes, please speak in the ears of Pharaoh, saying, My father made me swear, saying, Behold, I am dying. Bury me in my grave, which I have dug for myself in the land of Canaan. Now therefore, please let me go up and bury my father, and I will come again. Pharaoh said, Go up and bury your father, just like he made you swear. Joseph went up to bury his father, and with him went up all the servants of Pharaoh the elders of his house, and the elders of the land of Egypt, all the house of Joseph, his brothers, and his father's house. Only their little ones, their flocks, and their herds they left in the land of Goshen. Both chariots and horsemen went up with him. It was a very great company. They came to the threshing floor of Atad, which is beyond the Jordan, and there they lamented with very great and severe lamentation. He mourned for his father seven days. When the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites, saw the mourning in the floor of Atad, they said, This is a grievous mourning by the Egyptians. Therefore, its name was called Abel-Mizraim, which is beyond the Jordan. His sons did to him just as he commanded them, for his sons carried him into the land of Canaan and buried him in the cave of the field of Machpelah, which Abraham bought with the field as a possession for a burial site from Ephron the Hittite near Mamre. Joseph returned into Egypt, he and his brothers, and all that went up with him to bury his father after he had buried his father. This is a very detailed description of what happened to Jacob after he died. We learned from Friday that Jacob had finally died after 147 years, I believe it was, of life. And after he had blessed all of his sons and everything like that and given them their inheritance, basically prophesied to them and told them what was going to happen to them in the future, made them the 12 tribes of Israel, he put his feet back on his bed and it said that he breathed his last breath, meaning he died. So now in Genesis 50, they're talking about this huge, huge funeral. 
It says in verse 1 that Joseph was the most sad out of everybody. It says that he fell on his father's face, he wept on him, and he kissed him. Joseph was so upset that his father had died. I mean, to be fair, 20 years of Joseph's life was taken from him with his father. So he didn't really get a chance to know his father during the prime of his life. So Joseph was probably extremely sad that he only had about, uh, it was probably around 30 years with his father before Jacob died. So that's not really a lot. I mean, when you're 30 years old and your parents die, that's that's really hard. I can imagine that is very hard. So yeah, I mean, Joseph didn't get a lot of time with his dad to really get to know him. So I'm sure that this was very hard for Joseph uh, when his father died. So it says that Joseph was very, very upset after his father died. He he held onto the body and he was weeping and he was kissing him. And it says that Joseph then commanded his servants, the physicians, to embalm his father. And it says that the physicians embalmed Israel and it took 40 days. It used to take 40 days back then in ancient Egypt to embalm bodies, which is quite a while. And so it took them 40 days, it says, but the Egyptians ended up weeping for Israel. Israel and mourning for him for 70 days. Now, this is a really long time to mourn for somebody. I mean, yes, that is what happens when when you lose somebody, you do mourn for a long time. But the entire Egyptian nation was mourning for Israel. So this kind of says how important Israel was to the nation of Egypt and how important Joseph was to the nation of Egypt. We even remember uh, a couple episodes back talking about how Jacob actually blessed the Pharaoh. Now, for the Pharaoh to take a blessing from Jacob would have been magnificent because back then, ancient Egyptians believed that the Pharaoh was actually the embodiment of their main god, which was Ra, I'm pretty sure. So for the Pharaoh to accept a blessing means that he recognized Jacob as a holy man and recognized even Joseph as a holy man. And just think about how much of an impact Joseph had on the nation of Egypt back then, that he was regarded as a holy man. This was probably the first time, perhaps, the Egyptians really ever saw God in that time period. They saw him through Joseph and through the uh, acts that Joseph was doing and through Joseph's wisdom, they saw the spirit of God. So who knows how many Egyptians really came to God during this time period. That's not mentioned in the Bible, but I can't imagine that Joseph didn't affect people at this time. And same with Jacob as well, since Jacob was a very um, holy man and was regarded as one. So after this, it says that they wept for him for 70 days. And once the days of weeping for... Jacob were passed, it says that Joseph went and spoke to Pharaoh's staff. Now, <laughs> I'm kind of um, laughing about that because when I first read that Joseph spoke to Pharaoh's staff, I literally was picturing Pharaoh holding this staff, like almost like um, a scepter, and Joseph <laughs> speaking to the scepter. But that's not what this means. When they say staff in the W.E.B. version, they actually mean Pharaoh's household. <laughs> so I got that completely wrong. It was not a staff Joseph was speaking to, but rather Pharaoh's household, Pharaoh's servants, and the staff members, I should say. So Joseph was going and speaking to Pharaoh's servants and staff members and everything like that. And he didn't go directly to Pharaoh. And I'm not quite sure why, but he didn't go to Pharaoh. And it says that uh, Joseph spoke to the staff members and he says, you know, I, my father 
made me promise that I would go bury him in the land of Canaan. So I have to go and please allow me to do this, relay this message to Pharaoh and um, ask Pharaoh if I can go to Canaan to bury my father. And he says, but I will come back again. So Pharaoh basically hears the message and he tells Joseph, go up and bury your father just like he made you swear. Now, one thing I want to mention here is um, I think I told you guys on Friday when we were talking about Jacob not blessing Benjamin and how that was kind of a unnatural thing to do, at least um, in our minds, because Benjamin was one of Jacob's favorite sons. You would think that a favorite son would get the most blessings, but Benjamin did not. And I was using that to describe the truth of the Bible. You know, if, if this was just a story being made up, somebody would have said that Benjamin was blessed greatly. Now, I want to say the same thing for this. The fact that Joseph is not going and speaking to Pharaoh directly kind of goes against storytelling in a sense. We don't often think up details like this. Like this is just a very human thing to do for Joseph to go and speak to staff members rather than Pharaoh. It's a very human thing to do. And a storyteller probably wouldn't just think that up. So that is why I believe that the Bible is truthful. There's too many things like this throughout the Bible that kind of just make it uh, truthful, in my opinion. So after this, it says that Pharaoh relayed a message to Joseph and was basically like, yes, go and bury your father in Canaan and come again, just like he made you swear that you would do. So it says that Joseph went to go bury his father and went up with all of the servants of Pharaoh and the elders of his house and all the elders of the land of Egypt and all the house of Joseph, his brothers and his father's house. So this was a huge, huge company of people that were going to go bury Jacob. And uh, this kind of just proves once again how impactful Jacob and Joseph were to the Egyptian nation. The fact that all of the elders of the house of Egypt and Pharaoh's household went with Joseph. I'm sure there were some servants left. I, I'm sure Pharaoh couldn't really do stuff all by himself. I'm sure there were some stand-in servants that Pharaoh had take care of him during this time. But it says that all of the servants of Pharaoh, the elders of his house, and the elders of the land of Egypt all went with Joseph and his brothers. It says that both chariots and horsemen went with him, and it was a huge company of people. And they came to this place called Atad, which is beyond the Jordan. And there they cried and mourned over Jacob once again and Jacob's death. And it says that the people of Canaan were seeing all these Egyptians here mourning over this guy with all these chariots and everything. And they were like, what is happening? This is crazy that all these Egyptians are here with these with these beautiful chariots and stuff mourning over this guy. And they were saying like, this is a, a huge funeral. Like imagine seeing something like that, practically an entire nation of like kings and elders coming into your itty bitty town. That would be something to talk about for years. The fact that, um, you know, Canaan was not a huge place. I'm sure this Atad area was probably not very big. And so all these inhabitants of this Atad area were seeing these elders and officials and important people from one of the most powerful nations on earth coming and mourning this guy. So these people were freaked out and they were just like, what the heck is this? Like, this is the biggest funeral we've ever seen. And so after this, it says that they named that place Abel Mizraim. 
because of all of the Egyptians there. Now, I forgot to look up what Abel Mizraim actually means, but I'm going to guess it means some sort of mourning place or something like that. And that's what the inhabitants ended up naming that area because of all the Egyptians mourning over Jacob. So after this in verse 12, it says that Jacob's sons did exactly as Jacob asked. It says that they went and carried his body to the land of Canaan and buried him there in the field of Machpelah. And we remember that story when Abraham bought that tomb from the Hittite guy who was kind of shady. And uh, it says that Jacob was buried there with his ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and his wife Leah, and then also his mother and his grandmother, who was Sarah and Rebecca. So to conclude, it says that Joseph returned to Egypt, he and his brothers and all that went up with him to bury his father after they had buried Jacob. So they all returned to Egypt just as Joseph had promised. Joseph was not one to shirk his responsibilities and he was going back to Egypt. How interesting is that? For so many years, Joseph wanted out of Egypt, greatly wanted out of Egypt. Now he has his chance to go back to his hometown in Canaan and he's going back to Egypt. He's not shirking his responsibilities. He knows that's where God had him. He understands that God put him in Egypt for a reason, and he's going back because God had given him that responsibility. So I find that just very interesting that Joseph had his chance to leave Egypt, and yet he's going back. We will talk about the rest of this chapter on Wednesday, so join me then at 6 a.m. Also, share the podcast on your social media platforms or with your friends and family who are around you. Also, don't forget about my Bible study that I am currently writing and editing and formatting right now. It's going through the editing and formatting process, which is super exciting. I love formatting books. I absolutely love it, and it's so fun for me to do. But hopefully that will be available in the next couple weeks or so, and you can kind of continue your studies with Joseph. There's a lot more insights in the Bible study, honestly, than what I mentioned in the um, podcast. The podcast is kind of an overview just to let you guys understand more about the life of Joseph. But Out of the Mire, the study that I'm writing on the life of Joseph is very in-depth and it goes into a lot of different things about Joseph and uh, different things like that and Joseph's family. So make sure to purchase that for your next Bible study at your church or just if you want to do it alone is totally great. I originally wrote it actually as a solo Bible study for women. But um, it's, it's now going to be offered at churches and everything like that. It will be available on Amazon. When that is ready, I will drop a link to that in one of the bios of whichever podcast episode I'm on at that point. But keep your eyes out for that. I will continue to update you guys on everything that I'm doing with the Bible study. But friends and faithful listeners, until Wednesday, happy listening and God bless.